The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing? I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Everything's going here good at Dickey Broadcasting, you know, Extra 106.3 FM, Atlanta's only conservative news talk and the home of Fox News Radio. We got the talk master, Neil Bortz, joining us, uh, the Kimmer, Kim Peterson, and Tug Rhino and Flounder every morning with the Morning Extra, keeping everything straight. So uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's great. The ratings are going up all the time. And uh, the All Four Seasons Home Show is continuing to grow. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't leaf anything out here. And uh, we try to branch out on other topics. You go out on a limb and knock on wood, we'll continue to do well, okay? Well, moving right along here, we've got, got with us here a, a great company, uh, a guest that's been with us before, and, and probably somebody that a lot of Atlantans know because they've been here a long time. They're respected, admired. Tomahawk Tree Service, Mr. Bob Coombs. Bob, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Well, thanks, Jim. Good to be back. Well, we're, we're glad to have you. We know you're busy, so we appreciate you taking the time to come out here and help our listeners make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off by these bogus tree guys that are out there. We yeah, know, there's there's a few of those out there. A few, a few thousand. A few charlatans. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, tell you know, for people who may not know you and Tomahawk Tree, I'm sure they've seen the vehicles around stuff, but tell us a little bit about yourself personally, how you got into this, and, and how uh, the Tomahawk Tree Service came about. Well, um, you know, I started, uh, I, I was in the food business for a little while. I owned a, uh, uh, a little restaurant, and I just found that I just couldn't stand the restaurant business. I, 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 I smelled like a, a sub, sub sandwich at the end of every day, and I just, <laughs> I just, and we had a meeting with our CPA, and he goes, in a year... Every each one of the partners, there were four of us. We were all under under twenty. He said, "In a year, each one of us will have our own restaurant." And I thought to myself, "Oh no, I don't want to have my own restaurant." Uh, I went from a full head of hair to to completely bald in in a year. Wow! And uh, and so I turned to my friend and said, "I want out." And he's like, "But the dream." And I said, "You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sub shop in a year or yeah. five years." And uh, so I was going to do marketing. I wanted to do advertising, and I wanted to do inflatable advertising. I wanted to find a space and make balloons and and big inflatables. And in the process, a friend calls me up and goes, "Hey, man, you want to come help me aerate a yard?" And I go, "What's aerating a yard?" He goes, "Well, come with me, and and you'll find out." So back then, cell phones were the size of a, a suitcase, and I, uh, I had one, and so I picked up my phone and called the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Back then, you could just do it on a whim. They'd bill you without even knowing who you were. We took out an ad. 
we started Bulldog Landscape. And one day, uh, somebody came along and said, hey, are you interested in adding tree service to your landscape? And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And so uh, I started doing tree work with a guy who really didn't know how to do tree work. So eventually I found a real climber and, and he taught me the business. So Wow. Well, uh, you have a st- I think I've known you, Bob, and I know you have a story about your name. You're not Bulldog Tree Service. Why? Well, uh, Jim Scott, with uh, who happens happened to own Bulldog uh, Movers, told me that they had lost a lot of business when Yellow Jacket Movers came into Atlanta, and he said you really need to find a new name, and so it uh it. I, I just kept racking my brain, racking my brain, and and uh, it finally hit me. And I, I, I like that name, and it works real well. Well, for that's me. A, it's a pretty sharp name, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, I, there's a, another team in town that that uses that symbol as well. So that 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 that's helpful too, right? I mean, that's a it's it's a nice branding when you you know just like Yellow Jacket, right? I mean, Yellow Jacket's kind of like the. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, right? I mean, that's if you right. can, if you can kind of, you know, get get some kind of a symbol that's a little bit closer to something that people are already rooting for and and uh, attached to, it, it it can't hurt. For it, sure. it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Well, Bob, is it important for a tree service to provide an up to date certificate of insurance and a copy of their work contract and all? Because I know a lot of guys aren't doing that, are they? Uh, you know, it's really incumbent upon the homeowner to do that. They, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a consumer, you need mm-hmm. to be. Uh, uh, you need to be uh, up, up front and demand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, you should ask for it before you even get the estimate. Why waste your time? Right. Well, remember that, folks. You're listening. Bob's trying to give you a good tip here. You need to ask for these things right up front so you know who you're dealing with and what their qualifications are. And it says a lot about their character and everything, right, if they're keeping their insurance up and Absolutely. trying to do the right things for the right reasons. And another thing a consumer should really do is they should – they should ask how the job is going to be executed. Honestly, you really need to get into the nuts and bolts of it. What type of equipment are you going to use? Uh, you need to know if they're going to bring a crane in. You need to know if they're going to bring a full-size bobcat that weighs 14,000 pounds and uh, run it over your, your grass. Or your driveway. Right? Uh, well, crack your sidewalk. Or you, your know, you know, you know. There's only two types of concrete. You know, there's concrete that's cracked, and there's concrete that's going to crack. <laughs> so depending on the age of your driveway, you might, might want to take that into consideration. Some of these machines have different types of grapples. There are what's called a brush grapple, which is very similar if you were to hold your hands out in front of you and open and close them. And then there are rotational grapples, which if you kind of hang your hand down and rotate it uh, left and right – those each one can pick up the log, but the gra- the brush style grapple makes it where the machine has to turn and be perpendicular to the log to pick it up. And when it does, when you take a fourteen thousand pound machine with tracks and you turn that on turf, it's going to destroy a hundred square foot of turf. And you need to know that a lot of these these companies, it's it's a real cheap way to get into it. You buy a you buy a used bobcat, you put a fifteen hundred dollar brush grapple on it, and 
you just start tearing people's yards up. And they could you could tear up their sprinkler system or their cable, uh, any wiring or pipes or whatever under there, right? Oh, and they yeah. could even do more damage than just the turf. Yeah, you could even find a septic tank uh, and end up in it. Scares me, and I ain't scared of nothing, Dan. Yeah, when I hear well, stories like this. You got to you got to be ready, I guess, to to, to take uh, what comes with taking your tree down, huh? Yeah, and you should you should have the the salesman of that company map out what they're gonna do. You know, we talked about this last time. You know, yard property protection, yard protection has come a long way, and and few companies are really on the bandwagon. Uh, We no longer really ever use our full-size bobcat because it just destroys people's yards. We use mini bobcats that have come a long way, too, that can lift huge logs and take them through a 40-inch gate, and we do this on industrial equipment mats made of polypropylene. They're actually opaque, so the, the, the grass can photosynthesize while we're working on top of it. Now, folks, if you're listening and paying attention to this, this is an example of the type of company that we bring here on All Four Seasons Home Show. Right, Dan? I mean, companies, uh, these other tree services, many of them are not going to go to this extent to protect your property, right? No, I mean, that's... That or invest, is... invest in this type of equipment? Come on. Well, I, I think that it's thinking ahead, right? I mean, a good company is thinking ahead about this stuff, setting expectation levels properly. Correct. Um, that, 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 to me, is a big part of any business is, is setting the expectation levels correctly. You know, what a, what a homeowner thinks should be done is a lot different than what uh, a company knows is going to be done. And you've got to connect those two dots beforehand. A lot of times we've found you've got to put this in writing, too, because – you can talk to somebody about something, and then when it when it comes down to it, they forget that you said something, or they just don't care, or maybe the husband was there and not the wife, or vice correct. versa, and you get yourself in a lot of trouble if you're if, not setting the expectation levels properly. Correct, and what if they've talked to t- six or seven different companies? You know, they get six or seven different ideas, and... You know, they can mishmash those ideas. They do. They could take the best of each, what, what they wanted Wanting. to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really important to, to, I like to, when I meet a customer, I like to show them how we're going to execute the entire job, even if it's multifaceted. Lots of different trees, lots of different pruning. And we like to take lots of pictures and use our new, new cell phones to, to, uh, to, to uh, highlight those those blims that we're going to be taking down and uh, even pictures of where we're going to set the mats up and even remember the logs have to be staged where we're going to put the logs they've got to have some real estate for us to do that so so it, it's a it's a detailed process and and again if you don't do that right you go set those logs somewhere else inevitably you're going to have a husband coming over and, and telling you you ruined part of their lawn and you they need a discount right that's right <laughs> You know, it's sometimes uh, it's really important. We work on this with our sales meetings all the time. You have overhead power lines, and our log trucks have to have to negotiate around those power lines. Sometimes it's even better to to uh, see if a neighbor has a place that you could put it across the street where where it's uh, maybe a natural area. All right, right. Well, you know, it's it's amazing, but we're already up against a break, Dan. 
And for those of you who are just joining us, we're here with Bob Coombs of Tomahawk Tree Service, and he's got a ton of information to share with you to save you a lot of aggravation. So don't you go away. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and we're sitting here with the Master of Tree Service himself, Mr. Bob Coombs. Don't go away. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and you know, trees are wonderful here. Atlanta's a city of trees, and they're so important. They provide oxygen for us and shade and beauty and all, but they have to be taken care of, and sometimes they even have to be removed. And it can be very dangerous to sit there and climb up a tree and, and, and uh, trim a tree or remove a tree. You all already know that, but what you don't know is that sometimes... The tree business is even more dangerous. That's why we got Bob Coombs here from Tomahawk Tree Service this week talking about the many dangers of owning a tree service. Bob, let them have it. Well, while fortunately we really haven't had any any uh, injuries to any workers, uh, we've had a couple close calls with uh, robberies on the job site. In fact, the last robbery we had, which was about a month ago, uh, was an armed robbery. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you don't expect that when you're cutting trees down, huh? In a nice community like Atlanta. Well, actually, no, one of the robberies happened in a very affluential neighborhood. Everybody had ring doorbells. We were able to go back, see see who did it. They were, of course, wearing a mask. You know, they didn't want to catch coronavirus for sure. Of course not. <laughs> That's why they were wearing that mask. Course, I guarantee course. you that. That's been real convenient the last couple uh-huh. of years for criminals. And so they, they just walked, walk, you know. Look, you know, looked like good-looking kid walking down the street with a mask and um, just opened one of the doors of the vans and took the equipment and kept on going. Yeah, and then if I remember correctly, you were saying they've had a lot of this stuff going on in Atlanta just in general. Oh, yeah, the police told us a lot of contractors. Uh, there were over 1,000 robberies with landscape equipment and tree service equipment in the last two months. Yeah, it's it's a different world. Now, obviously, they're taking that equipment to pawn shops or stuff. They're trying to somehow to turn that into into cash. Mm-hmm. So I would think the, the police department can follow that trail and, and and maybe find some of these guys. I think they're. I think these crooks are a little smarter than that. Yeah. And then you have a thousand of them in in two months. You know. Yeah, listen. What, what's that going to be a year? I've <laughs> heard this story over and over. I mean, Six thousand. I had. I had. I had a, I had a uh, an example, and we're in Nashville as well. And you know, had somebody hit my one of my trucks at night. It was like a Uber Eats or something like that. And you know. 
you call the police and they just tell you they're not going to do anything about it. There's a camera. They had a camera there at the apartment complex. They, they, they wouldn't even go get, you know, get, go get the footage of it. The apartment complex won't even give you the footage. I mean, it's like it's like we're protecting the criminals instead of the victims these days. And I know the police are shorthanded and they've got all kinds of stuff on their their hands, but I mean, I think that's where we're at now. I mean, don't even expect anything well, to happen well, when somebody robs you. Well, that's property too, and they're not going to—they're not going to issue any tickets whether the guy's there or not. Yeah, you know? it's just—it's got to be public property. This is the the world we're living in now. It sure is. Now this this was really scary. This these guys—they're—they're. They're, this was a seasoned team. They jumped out. Of, you know, the driver stayed in the car. The uh, passenger brandished a gun and let everybody see that he had a gun. By the time that had happened, they had smashed the window, grabbed the saw, and they were gone. It's as fast as I just spoke. That is how fast it, it happened. Well, they probably did two hundred of those one one thousand crimes if they're getting it done that fast. Uh, yeah, how many can they do a day? I'd say four or five. You know, yeah, at least. How would you have handled it if you were on the job, Bob? By chance? Oh God, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, in fact, we're actually coming up with the procedure. Uh, my general manager uh, is military trained, and we're going to we're coming up with a procedure so that nobody gets shot or killed um, on how we behave and under these circumstances when it is an armed robbery. Um, what we've been thinking is we want to de- definitely disengage them. We do not do not want to engage them. Uh, so we're thinking about uh, creating a scenario on a job and having a practice and. And actually having the guys literally walk away, radially, away from the scene. Leaving the van, leaving the tools, and just taking the people out of the equation. We're also considering uh, on certain, in certain areas, uh, I've talked to a competitor. Uh, he suggested this, and this is what he does. He brings an off-duty police officer on the job. So... Once again, that's where we're at now. I just I don't even know how we're going to find enough off-duty police officers to to handle all this. I mean, it, you know, this stuff is happening all over the place. Well, and, with officers retiring early and and intentionally yeah. going into other fields because they're not happy with the conditions of their employment, to put it lightly. Well, the demonization of the police that uh, a lot of these politicians have put them through for the last couple of years. I mean, that's 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 there's huge shortages of police officers in Atlanta. Well, I'll tell you what happened is we had a, uh, a news crew do a story about this. We were in the middle of lifting a big tree off of uh, an apartment complex with a 140-ton crane. And the anchor, I, he's like, how's it going? I said, well, it's been kind of crazy with these robberies. He's like, what are you talking about? He goes, that's the story. Well, we, they do the story. We get a phone call from a guy who is a ex-military. He's, a, uh, he's a, basically a bodyguard. And he says, I'll give you a special rate. I heard your story. I, I feel for you guys. I'm going to give you a rate less than ha- half of what he, what he typically charges. And he says, I come, I come lightly armed, fully armed, with a cop car, uh, your choice. And I'm like, okay, uh, glad, glad to see there are some good guys out there and, and going to help us uh, keep everybody safe. Sounds like a job for T.J. Ward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T.J.'s our resident detective. We've had him on before. Listen, let's shift gears just a little bit, and let's talk about the typical dangers of climbing trees and, and how you're preventing your guys or keeping them safe and preventing the the injuries uh, or deaths on the jobs. I mean, this is I, – I, I look up sometimes and I see these guys up on trees so high up on off the ground, and I just think – 
these guys really need their heads checked, really, for how in the world they're getting up there and doing that stuff. I mean, I can't imagine it. Uh, yeah, well, it's really something that you need to learn at a, a young age when you're when you're you can kind of suppress your your uh, your fear, kind of like the military. You know, um, these guys. We have some some some, uh, some training techniques. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, the over the last ten years, there's a lot of new techniques. One of them is called single rope technique, SRT, and SRT allows allows a climber to have a lot of uh, movement and agility in the tree. Um, also, points of protection is a new thing. We like to have three points of contact um, in a tree, um, whether it be a, a, a lanyard that goes around the tree, the, the single rope that he's on, which is the SRT, and then an additional uh, safety line. So we like to have everybody at at least have three points of contact. If they're taking down a tree and they have the spikes, that's that can be another point of contact. So, um, really, the the climber um, needs to also have good communication with the person that is lowering the 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 uh, the, the branch or the log, and so that's really important because you don't want the limb or the log to come back and hit the climber. Also, the ground crew needs to pay attention, too, because ropes break, and uh, it can uh, be dangerous on the ground as well. So we try to have a rule where where until that limb is on the ground, no one really rushes up to it and gets underneath it. So a lot of, lot of safety protocol, protocol, protocols. What about some of these dead trees? Um, you know, if you were climbing up or, I mean— how do you kind of determine that? Because, of Those course, the most that could just snap, right? right? Yeah, I mean, that could yeah. snap in the, in the middle. Absolutely. Well, uh, we, we approach that several different ways. One, if we have adjacent trees that we can set other ropes into that tree, multiple ropes on the same dead tree, that can help stabilize that tree. The other option we, we can use is we can either use a, uh, a platform like a bucket truck to keep the climber away from the, you know, away from the tree and up, up and above the tree and also we can use a crane where we hook the tree to the crane and and cut it down that way we the tree when they're decayed like that really have to be assessed uh and a climber who's been doing something like this for you know 20 to 30 years has that uh, intuition if you will and uh, able to make that and sometimes they they'll say i'm not i'm not getting in it and uh, even sometimes we can actually recommend if it's if there's really no target for the tree to hit we sometimes say this tree is safe enough to just let it let it rot away. Um, so there's there's some options. There. Well, you we, know, uh, one thing I think that our audience would be interested in they see, you know they see when they're driving around or running their errands they see they see so many vehicles with uh, uh, advertisements on them or labeled for uh, that that the vehicles are wrapped from different tree companies. There's so many different tree companies. How does somebody go about if they've never used a tree company? What's your advice? What is your guidance to them, to our audience, on how to choose a tree service? Well, first of all, we talked about insurance. I think that's a great place to start for a consumer. Uh, before you have the, have a salesman come out and and uh, uh, give you a quote, you really ought to ask for the documentation. Okay, that way. If somebody says, hey, we're, we have general liability insurance, and you ask them for a copy of it, and that copy never comes, well, you really 
need to move on because it's a red flag. It's a red flag. They 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 probably don't have it. Um, it can be expensive, you know, especially if you're a, you know bigger the company, the 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 more expensive it is. And if they and if they present that, you need to look at it closely to make sure it's current because sometimes they don't renew it, do they? And you probably ought to make sure the names match up too. Oh, names, Dan. I know you're a specialist in companies <laughs> that like to use different names, right? Yeah. Well, we got a lot of them in the garage door business. I have seen and these are companies that you may even know the name of have a insurance document that the where the name is a little bit different than their name. And I suspect that there's a reason for that. It's probably a little separate nothing LLC that has no volume going through it. So, so they, the insurance is low. So they don't pay much for the insurance. Oh, yeah, well, that company only did $10,000 last year. Oh, okay, not $3 million. So they're the, paying, they're paying the, the insurance on, on – yeah, that's what a lot of people those, don't understand, Jim. Is, sly is dogs. You are paying based on the dollars you're billing, basically. So, you know, the bigger company you have, you know, like you said, a three million, five million, ten million dollars. You're, you're, you're. That's that's all just a bigger dollar for workman's comp liability insurance. I mean, those are those those just drive your numbers up. So. Yeah, absolutely. Then when you when you got to pay like basically like a basic contractor or something that that might work for you or something that would have to pay on their insurance. That's what they're paying as opposed to what you have to pay. You know, as a consumer, what what I would be aware of most is anybody, and I think I'm, even non nationals can even go get an LLC, and you can go get an, a company like that can go get an LLC. And I'll tell you what, they'll they'll they're they're savvy. They take the marketing of bigger companies and they basically duplicate it so it's really hard to tell on paper with the advertising with the vehicle wraps that this isn't a legitimate company then they can go do what you know go get a a ghost policy for workers comp how many employees you have none none yeah we use all subcontractors um so and then same with the general liability what's your volume it's all in cash it's zero so you got eggshells, you know, and this they is, look like this the is real quite deal. Lightning, you know, yeah, they look well, like the, the real the, deal. Oh, and the, if a tree gets dropped on your house, they're going to all hop in that vehicle and they're going to go, hey, we're going to go talk to our insurance company. We'll be right back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're gone. Yeah, these ghost policies, people don't know what that is. They're basically useless. So you just. Basically, they, they they put those policies out so they can legally work, but they, but there is no workman's comp there. There's you know if an accident happens, they do not pay, and that's what those are. That's why they're called a ghost policy. Mm-hmm. What about you think a, a list of references? Do you think that's valuable at all? Um, you know, here's the deal: nobody's going to give you a bad reference um, unless it's a mistake. Uh, they're going to give you their best people that uh, are going to give you accolades. So, I don't think that's that's a, a great barometer. Uh, I think your gut feeling is probably the better. Or uh, a referral, a reference. Somebody who's actually had the, the – even reviews can be can be contaminated. They can be fabricated uh, or they can be <laughs> – hey, listen, we were in Louisiana and we had uh, – FEMA had instructed us to put all the material in the easement, which 
basically, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the easement in front of your house really isn't your easement. You can you can use it, but I could technically park my car on your easement, and there's not much you could do about it. But FEMA had had set the guidelines on where to put the debris, and they didn't want it in their yard, and there was no other place to put it. And so we brought the police out there. The police explained to them, this is where it's going to go. They got all their friends to bully up on us and write a bunch of reviews and it took a little while for us to just keep piling the, review, the good terrible? reviews back on you know getting our customers to to offset it well yeah. i'll tell you what i i do in the, in these situations and i've i've actually gotten i've i've gotten a lot of feedback lately where customers literally used us because of this but you know when you get these people they they want to put you up against something. They either want money off, you know. They they're professionals. Rather they're getting their garage door done or they're getting their trees cut off. They're going to find a problem with what you're doing. They want they they try to take advantage of every single co- company they come across. I agree. And then they write these reviews, and you know the 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 general um, I don't know the 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 professionals would tell you, oh, just write something saying you're sorry and, you know, how can I do better and, you know, just a a real basic stuff. I don't really do that and I don't think it's the right thing to do. When people hold things over your head for the wrong reasons or whatever, I believe you need to see some truth and I think people that read these, right, they look at all your one stars, right, and, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you're going to make a mistake and you write, hey, I'm sorry, what can we do to to rectify the situation and that's what you tell them, you know, because that stuff's going to happen. But with the other stuff, you know, I got a guy, just an example of front door, you know, we put three front doors in for this guy. The first one we did measure, there was a measurement problem. Um, A lot of people would have been able to take it and it would have been fine, right? But we we went out and got another door for him. He found the smallest speck of an issue on this door, which, again, would have got stained or painted or whatever. Wouldn't have been a problem. We got him another door, right? So we bring the third door in, put it in. Everything's great. He doesn't want to use our painter or our stainer. Well, his painter goes on there and and it all bubbles up. He calls us up and he wants us. To repaint this thing for your him. Problem. That's and, right. and and when I said, listen, this is so you're trying to tell me it's the door's fault that you got a bad paint job. And you <laughs> and, and you didn't and, and, and he's like, Oh, I knew you were gonna say this, blah blah blah. I'm gonna write I'm gonna write reviews all over the place extortion. on you. That's and extortion. you know what I told him? I said, Well, and I'm gonna reply to all of them and tell them exactly the truth. Mm-hmm. And he hung up on me. And I don't like I try to make everybody happy, but when you get through with somebody like that, that literally I'd already lost six, seven thousand dollars on this job. Mm-hmm. But I was willing, you know, to lose it again, even on, you know, lose, lose the extra money. And then they're going to still do things like this. You know, th- that that's out there. So anybody listening to this, I just want you to understand when you're reading these things, you know, to keep these kind of things in mind. Use a little uh, a little reasoning when you're reading these to understand what might have gone down in this situation. Some people yeah. are just plain mean. It's consumer theft is what it is. It is, and it's big right now, and it's really growing. And I hate to te- say who the grandfather of consumer theft was. What is, and he's still, I think, on the air, isn't he? <laughs> and I, I, I really think he's he 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 uh, sometimes crosses the line a little bit. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, again, people are professionals, and with um, yes, they're doing it to everybody. They we set you up taken, early and often. We got taken by someone who was getting a pool, and she literally told my my crew. She said. If all this 
scrubby vegetation isn't cut, no one's getting paid. That's all I'm saying. She was someone who prepared court cases for attorneys. And my crew went, of course, we're going to cut all that stuff down. She had documented every, had a professional arborist come in and documented every single tree by caliper, by species. And she got us. She got us. She got the whole job done for free. She sued me for tens of thousands of dollars for this stuff. And I think she did the same thing with the pool contractor. Sure. They do it to everybody. Yep. They're, they pr- they're pros. Um, one, of, one of the ways, in fact, we're thinking about adopting it is getting a deposit. Uh, I've heard through the grapevine, some other contractors that you guys know and have been on this show, that you get, a, you get some money down and you generally get rid of those people. Well, I, I, and, and you know, it's funny you say that. I used to, unless I was getting a special order door, um, I would never take a deposit. I said, you know what? Pay when you're happy. But it has gotten so bad, Jim, that, that we take a deposit on every single one now because of more than more than that reason, you know, for these kind of people. But, you know, you just you, you got to protect yourself to some degree because people are pulling all kinds of different problems. And then, you know, we've got stuff that. You know, we, we don't get a door because, you know, supply chain issues mm-hmm. or you got you got an issue going on and it comes in. There's a dent. Now you got to get another one and they want their money back. And I, I just can't give my money back because a manufacturer has given me a damaged product and I've got to reorder it. You know, so there's there's situations like that as well with paperwork that has to be signed. Unbelievable. Somebody told me one time we've got all this different paperwork out there because we got a story between behind every one of those pieces of paper that somebody has to sign before they get that job done with you. And it's because of all this type of stuff where pe- people are doing these things to people. They, you, you know, the, the old days, the handshake was good enough. And it certainly was for my business for the longest time. But uh, things change. And I think people can see a lot of changes in the last couple of years. And they're not good ones. Yeah. I, um, we got to, not only have we had, I had a situation years ago that we, uh, we helped a guy out with an insurance claim. He had a tree in his pool. We helped him get the, the most he could get from his insurance company. And just absolutely, and this was $8,000, uh, just poof. All of a sudden, he was ill, and there was excuse after excuse after excuse. I never got, I got 2000 out of the $8,000. Mm. That's a pretty tough hit. <laughs> that's 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 the Jeff. These are the stories you don't hear. You got to protect yourself on business. the job. You got to protect yourself from robbery, from 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 accidents and consumers. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question again. Again, for our for our honest audience out there, is uh, should people get a d- detailed written estimate? <laughs> yeah, before? you you really should. You know, I, I like. Uh, my salesman and I to to really say how this is going to go. Okay, we are going to access through this gate. We're going to use equipment mats to 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 uh, to um, to run the minis on. Uh, it's still a demolition process, but there's a lot. If the, with extra layers of protection, the right equipment. I mean, these these minis with rotating grapples are unbelievable. What they can do. Um, it's uh, but you, know, you had to make the decision to invest in those. You know, Jim, it was we ha- spent thirty thousand dollars. I had to finance it, thirty thousand dollars on equipment mats. Wow, fifteen just on for mats, every crew then. that generally gets yep. you you a hundred feet in and fifty feet across. Which and now they're sixty thousand dollars. Oh, I'm telling you, they are. They're. <laughs> I, I'm scared to ask, yeah. <laughs> and I need more. 
Right. Um, but very few companies are going to – most companies are going to go get plywood. Yeah. And plywood's great. The moment you, you use it for the first time, and as soon as you come back on it, it's junk. And you're going to pick up a six thousand pound log with a with on put it on, and convince a consumer that yeah. this sheet of plywood's yeah. going to do any good. It's it's uh, we we really invested a lot of money in these these equip this equipment and this yard protection stuff to and it really works. Well, I got to hold you up. We're up on a break. You're listening to Bob Combs of Tomahawk Tree Service. We're going to be right back in just a few moments. Don't go away. He's got a lot of good a lot more tips for you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcus, and if you just been, if you're just joining us now, we're here with Bob Combs of Tomahawk Tree Service, a very reputable company that's been an Atlanta landmark here for many many years, and he's been giving us a lot of great tips on on tree care, what you need to look out for, how to pick a tree service. But you know, Bob, I have a question: How did you learn how to care for trees? Well, Jim, uh, years ago. I had a customer that her father owned a company called PHC, Plant Healthcare Inc. And she told me if I gave her a good deal, she would send me to uh, this, give me two spots in a class for me and another salesman. And it was a class in Beaufort, South Carolina. She said her dad had the class at his home, which was uh, in, uh, in South Carolina. And so, I thought I was going on vacation, but it was a grueling class, and it was all about it was all about uh, construction damage, damage to trees during construction when building houses. And it was taught by a guy named Dr. Marks, who owned PHC. He was the former president of the International Society of Arboriculture, uh, also former president of the Georgian Urban Forestry Council. It was a tough class, and it was really it was really uh, when I started studying arboriculture, I wanted to know about the nomenclature and naming trees and being able to identify them. I wanted to learn about rigging and climbing and techniques. And when I got to the soil part of it, I was like, uh, I don't think so. I'll, I'm, I'm happy getting a 90. It was only 10%. But this class was everything that I didn't want to learn about. And it was a fascinating class. It, it just blew me away. And back then, they considered... The month that the land disturbance was done when building the particular home, and they considered the species of the tree. Some trees rot faster than others. Poplars are very susceptible to, to, to root rot, very quick. And 
Just because a tree has green leaves does not mean that it is structurally sound. Really? I do not think they should use the word healthy at all. I think we should use the word systemically alive and functioning and structurally sound because trees can be both. They can be structurally unsound and have green leaves and look perfect. So um, now they teach, this is crazy, it's if the tree was there prior to the land disturbance, it's rotten. And it's true. I've looked at every tree for 33 years that has fallen over, and every single one of them have root rot. You can't see it, but there's lots of telltale signs that we can come out and look at and um, identify, and we can tell you um, if that tree has root rot and if it's a hazard and what level of hazard it is. Hmm. So if there was a tornado, I'm just curious, right? I mean, you sometimes you see them kind of, knock them down in half sometimes they rip right out of the roots i mean is that the same thing i mean is it is it kind of kind of knocking the ones down that that are less healthy typically when it's moving through i mean it can be now now i've seen huge hurricanes that like hurricane michael that just everything didn't matter it was just so powerful that just trees just couldn't stand up to it uh, and that happens. Uh, every every weather event is completely different than the other other weather events. Um, however, you should you should be prepared for for especially storms that come from the southwest to the northeast. That's your big the biggest right. quantity of storms. Uh, so always protect your house on that corner of the, uh, first. Um, That's a good tip, by the way, because that is true. Yep. It's very rare. It happens, but it's, it's rare when it comes down from the north, you know, kind of Correct. Headed, headed to the west. You know, I tell folks that this is where you first protect your house on the, the southwestern corner. And then you should look for trees that lean over the house, trees that have only branches on one side. That's really easy to happen if it grows on the edge of the canopy. It can't have limbs in, inside the canopy. They, it's too competitive. So uh, you have to um, – you have to imagine different weather events like snow and ice. Snow and ice can bend a tree over, and if it's if it's going to bend over towards the backyard, that's one thing. But if it's going to bend over and possibly break and impale the house, well, that's another consideration to, to really keep in mind. It doesn't happen often here in Atlanta, but it happens. So I bet you've seen it all. You know, there's 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 crazy winds that come from different directions with no rhyme and reason. Those storms are unpredictable, and the damage is generally very widespread. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, trees tend to be stronger against those, those, those southwesterly winds because they get hit by them most of the growing season. So they tend to be pretty tough, but eventually... You know, they're, if they're compromised by construction, whether they put too much dirt on top of it or they actually physically cut the root, um, that's going to be a progressive thing. And it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse because the, the, the fungus and bacteria, which are the components of rot, are going to go into that root mat. And then they're going to go out into the other roots that weren't disturbed. They're going to go up the trunk and down into the root mat as well. It's a hollowing process. It's been going on for 400 million years. You know, we're, we're, we're running out of time here, but I, 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 wanted, I want you to touch on one thing here. What advice could you give our audience on how to avoid any scams from tree companies? 
so they don't get scammed, so they don't make, you know, don't fall for this line or that line. You know what I mean, Dan? We're always looking to protect our audience, right? That's right. Sure. Now, That's... here's a couple quick ones. Uh, go to the um, go to the Secretary of State and see if they're really a company. That's number one. See if they're a legit company. A lot of people go, we're, we're such and such business, and they're not, and they're not even registered with the Secretary of State. Uh, that's an easy one. Uh, then I would ask for a copy of the uh, G- general liability insurance before they even come out. That's mm-hmm. that's two. And if you could, if you could, uh, uh, if you know anybody who actually used the company, that would be that would be good too. I would ask them questions. Most importantly, what equipment are you going to use to do this job? Are you going to use plywood or are you going to use industrial equipment mats made made for this stuff? Good point. Um, ask ask where. Uh, if you have steep grades, because a lot of times these mats won't work on steep grades. They, the machines will slip off them. Um, you need to ask them how they're going to approach the steep grades. Um, ask if they're going to winch the material. Ask if they're going to use a crane. Find out how, what methodology, what protection is going to be put into place. You'll find that if, if somebody's really conscientious about protection, they're going to protect your yard. And they're going to write it down what they're going to protect. Right, great. Talk to well, him. Well, you know, Bob, it's been wonderful having you back on the show. I hope we can have you on again in the future. You're just a, a plethora of information. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm sure the audience has really enjoyed it. And I know that you said during the break that you had a special offer for the All Four Seasons Home Show listeners. Yep, we sure do. What would that be? We're, we'll send out a qualified arborist to give you a hazard tree assessment Um you know, if you're if you're under an acre, um, we'll come out and we'll look at all the trees around your home, and uh, we'll help you manage your forest. We'll we'll show you, we'll target any trees that really need to come out. Um, we have a, a, a knowledgeable staff. Um, I'm happy to come out myself, and uh, we can show you what happens when a tree starts getting sick. And how do people get in contact with you? Well, you can see it. You can find us on the web at tomahawktreeservice.com and you can call 770-640-0003 Thank you Bob Combs, Tomahawk Tree Service Thank you Dan Watkins, All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors that makes the All Four Seasons Home Show possible to bring you these great companies every week giving you good consumer advice how to save money and not get ripped off Folks, thank you for listening We'll see you next week every Saturday morning at 9. Have a great week The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. 
Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.